What is going on, everybody? This is Gino Spirito back with episode 57 of the Gino Spirito podcast. I hope you're having a great Wednesday, August 11th, you know, middle of the week, hump day, uh, you know, happy I could get um, my uh, work schedule back to date today. Um, been, you know, trying to prepare for the semester. Uh, if I haven't mentioned already, I, I do work for my school, and basically what I do is I actually help professors with uh, their Canvas courses, setting that all up, uh, making sure all the modules are right, um, all their files are on there, uh, ADA chats, ADA compliance, um, and I also do Zoom and Canvas trainings as well. So uh, this time of the year, August um, and probably January before the uh, spring semester is definitely the busiest time of the year for us uh, just with, um, you know, all the classes getting ready to go uh, for the next semester along with all of the um, summer classes coming to an end. So trying to get all those wrapped up as well. So definitely been, um, you know, pretty busy at work, but it's been it's been nice. I've been getting more hours uh, and, you know, can't really complain much uh, working at home and, and still being able to, uh, you know, be be here and, and not have to worry about uh, going to the office quite yet still. But, you know, it's uh, not much to complain about on uh, on my end. Uh, I hope you guys are all having a great Wednesday. Hope you guys are all finishing your week strong. Um, but without further ado, let's get into it. Let's uh, celebrate some albums with some anniversaries. Uh, this week is special. This week has three albums that I want to talk about that mean a lot to me. Three albums that are on my vinyl wall. Three albums that uh, I've been listening to for a very long time. Um, and without further ado, let's get into my favorite album of all time of all time this is my favorite album of all time and this is swimming by the one and only mac miller as august 3rd is officially the three-year anniversary of mac miller's swimming um i mean what can i say about this project 150 weeks on the billboard 200 first ever platinum album for mac miller um you know, throughout the throughout the uh, projects, he's he's constantly fighting. Um, you know, it's uh, you know, he uh, thirty five point three percent swimming on here, twenty five point three percent drowning. Uh, and when it comes to the the lyrics, uh, you know, you could tell he was fighting. Um, this album, to this day, will 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 always you know sting a little. Will always make me feel some type of way. Uh, you know, just with everything, of, um, you know, that Matt was able to truly put on here and, and give us him in the most vulnerable state he had, um, you know, but of course this album will continue to be played for, for years and years to come. Uh, it debuted at number three on the Billboard 200. It was nominated for best rap album of the year at the Grammys. Uh, fuck Cardi B for that, you know, not in any other way other than I cannot believe you won over Mac Miller, Travis Scott, Nipsey Hussle, and uh, who was the last person? Wasn't it, Fre wasn't it, who was the last person that was, there was another person that, that was on there that should have also won as well, but I mean, cannot believe did, Matt didn't win that one. Um, like I said, it was certified platinum, so this is Matt's first album, Tudo Platinum, but 
his fifth studio album. This was the follow-up to The Divine Feminine. Uh, this was his last album release during his lifespan um, when he unfortunately passed away a month and four days later on September 7th. Uh, you know, this uh, the lead-up to this album wasn't uh, the best uh, in terms of uh, Matt's, uh, you know, personal life. Of course, there was a huge breakup with Ariana Grande. Um, he did have his uh, DUI arrest um, prior to it as well. Um, and, and I believe that, uh, you know, this is kind of what uh, created this uh, swimming metaphor, per se. Um, you know, instead of allowing these struggles, uh, whether that be for, from a broken heart, whether that be from, you know, the, the DUI, whether that be from, you know, going in and out of uh, his unfortunate drug problem, um, you know, Continuing to swim, continuing to push forward, continuing to f try to find that shore, not allowing yourself to drown in all of these various struggles. Um, you know, he definitely, um, you know, he's struggling with uh, this optimism and the positivity that uh, you can feel within him. You know, you can feel how at the end of the day through all of it all he he he's just a happy person man he's somebody that loves to life he's somebody that wants to be alive wants to spread positivity but you can feel the um you know the the struggle that he also is feeling at this same time and and how these two are conflicting with each other um you know this has been a theme on other Matt Miller projects such as say uh, say a faces a Macadelic, uh where you kind of started to dive into that um, you know deeper thoughts watching movies at the sound off also kind of dove into those you know uh, you know thoughts about life about the reality that we live in and um, you know depression and those dark thoughts that you can have uh, because of because of life and um, trying to stay positive and optimistic through it all, regardless of, um, you know, if those thoughts are eating at, away at you on a certain day. Um, and, and this album is, is where it, it kind of is created in a metaphor, like I just mentioned, and, uh, you know, observing what you're struggling with, uh, seeing it, um, you know, just on a plate kind of, seeing it with your own eyes and, and being okay with that, being okay with, the fact that you may be depressed, being okay with the fact that you may be sad, you may be down on yourself, you may be feeling however you, um, however you are, but and that's okay. You know, you you just have to stay optimistic. You got to keep swimming because you never know what's on that shore. You never know what's out there for you um, until you continue to swim. Because if you just allow yourself to drown in all these things, the deeper and deeper and deeper you drown. The harder it's going to be to come back out of that. Um, and you'll never, ever get to see the shore. You'll never, ever get to see what's what else is out there for you. And, um, you know, this this album, of course, details uh, the life experiences uh, that Matt has had to face, um, you know, and it, it's uh, told from his his perspective as he's, he's trying to move forward uh, with his life Um but I also feel like it, it gives a, a great uh, example of, um, you know, something that somebody who is also going through something uh, can take and also apply to themselves. And I feel like this is 
this is why this album will always mean so much to me and this is why this is is probably my my favorite album of all time it'll probably be my favorite album of all time for for a long long time um you know i was struggling a lot uh when this album came out with uh, a lot of various things uh mostly mental um you know and trying to figure out why i feel the way i do why um i think the way i do and um you know it's it's one thing uh when you're when you're going through it and and you think you're crazy and you uh you know think that you're you're uh just um you know kind of freaking yourself out in a way and and kind of making something uh bigger than it is but when you're able to uh, you know, hear something that you can relate to and hear something that can can help you through these times. Um, you know, it's it's always a, an encouragement. It's always a um, sense of I'm not alone and I'm OK, uh, especially when uh, the person who's creating the music is is doing it in such a perfectionist way as it is on swimming. And that's exactly what Matt was really able to give to me on this one and uh, give me provide for me a new perspective on on a lot of different things in my life um being able to you know approach situations uh with that with that constant mindset of this might not be the best thing this might not you know you gotta remember sometimes uh that some shit some things might just go to shit and that's just how it is um and there's not really much you can do other than and then keep going because you know, you're gonna, you're gonna have to, you know, if, if you don't, then like I said before, you, you'll never know. That's, that's the bottom line. You know, I understand that, uh, it, it might be feeling like a lot. It might be feeling like, you know, you're alone or, you know, you just have nobody around you that, that understands you. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, I, I truly believe that if you keep going, if you keep swimming, uh, something is bound to, bound to go your way something uh will will, uh you know fall in in your direction and and you'll be able to see that light and that doesn't mean that you're gonna start drowning uh you know you're you're gonna never stop uh, start drowning again you know there's there's gonna be a plenty of ups and downs uh on this life and um you know it's it's unfortunate that that life can't just be easy as fuck but that's that's something that we've all had to kind of accept uh, at one point or another in our life. And I think it's better if you accept that as early as possible because um, in those moments of need, in those moments of dark times, uh, you'll, you'll be able to come back uh, even faster and even stronger uh, than those first few times when you had to battle those those demons, those, those dark emotions that you may feel and, um, you know, this uh this album is just a lot about self-love uh you know growth uh within yourself uh psychological um personal healing um and i mean i i I just there's just so many things that you can take away from this album if you've never listened to it um this album gave me so much and i i really wish i was able to see matt um you know i i had bought tickets uh, for the Good AM tour to meet him, and it didn't work out because of basketball. And then the Divine Feminine tour was the same exact thing. It was like literally my first day of tryouts, and um, you know, if I, I only the only thing I have to say is if um, if there's something like that, um, you know, 
go for it. You know, if you have a commitment uh, like that, like where it's a tryout or or it's a, you know, like a practice or something like that, I, I, I honestly, you know, as, as much as you as much as you might be caught up in the whole, you know, this is this is like what I have to do and um, I need to show up to practice. I need to do this. I need to do that. You, sometimes you got to just live a little. And I think uh, for for a long time, I, I allowed, um, you know, some outside forces. Of course, I loved playing basketball. I loved it with everything in me. It gave me some of the most fun times, memories, relationships I could have asked for. But at the same time, if, if, if I would have just went, um, you know, and uh, did something else, uh, you know, like once or it, it doesn't. It, of course, it becomes a habit. Then maybe you should rethink while you're playing and you know if it's worth it if it's if it's worth it or if you'd rather just you know do more things outside of it but if there's like one thing and and that's all it is I, and you know maybe in the moment you you might get you know some shit from your teammates or your coaches but you know I, it's definitely one of the biggest regrets i have is 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 bu- buying into that and and not allowing myself to have a night where I could meet Matt Miller. I mean, I missed two times because of fucking basketball. And then the third time, unfortunately, um, he passed away. So uh, you never know. You know, you never, ever, ever know what's going to happen. And if you want to do something very, very bad um, and, you know, there's something in your way, you know, just evaluate the situation and and really think of it and, uh, you know, Try to tell yourself uh, what how you'd feel if you would never have that opportunity ever again. You know, if if you miss this opportunity, how would you feel if um, you know th- that never it never came around? This is the last time you could ever do that. You know, how would would you would you go do it, or are you okay with missing that, missing out on that for the rest of your life? And I think um, you know more than likely you'll be able to come to your answer uh, when you think of it like that and. Uh, that's something that I've, I've really been able to um, do and uh, how I've been able to approach uh, different situations with uh, a better a better head on my shoulders, a better um, just outlook on it. Uh, so, yeah, definitely suggest um, suggest that with anything, really, and uh, especially when it comes to, to seeing one of your favorite artists live and getting to meet them and, and, and you know, have a conversation with them because that, that can go a long way. Uh, when it's all said and done so three years of swimming uh, just some remarkable music I have I could make a whole episode on swimming I can make a whole podcast on swimming and I'm sure I will someday but for now for this podcast sake uh, that'll be all Um, but of course on the same day as swimming another iconic uh, transformative album was dropped that that really broke barriers uh, really showed uh, the world's who the next big superstar in this rap game is going to be and that was Astroworld with for Travis Scott um, another August 3rd drop first hip-hop album with every track over a hundred million streams uh, I mean that alone shows how how diverse and how many different areas uh, this album truly hits and how uh, you can listen to literally any track and, and really go on a different adventure within the same world of Astroworld. Um, but, I mean, 155 consecutive weeks in the top 75 of the Billboard 200s. 
number one in 11 countries, platinum in nine countries. Um, this is a certified classic by Travis Scott. I mean, of course, this was the long-awaited third studio album following the iconic Birds in the Trap scene, Midnight. Um, you know, this is named after uh, the amusement park that was actually taken down and demolished in 2005 in Houston, the Sitzflads Astroworlds. Um, you know, this uh, was a was a uh, landmark in Houston, you know, and and you can really see that in the documentary, how much impact that had on Travis and um, what what he wanted to give to Houston. He wanted to give, uh, you know, them something something to look forward to in the way of of an amusement park, you know, and and, uh, you know, create this sound that. You know, you, you want to, it, it's just fun. It really is just fun. You, you let loose, you have a good time. You don't allow anything negative coming to your minds. Uh, you know, when you're at an amusement park and when you're having fun and that's exactly what Travis did in this, you know, it's, he said on quote that that's what it's going to sound like. It's like you're ta- it's like taking place in an amusement park away from the kids. We wanted it back. We want the building back, and that's why I'm doing this. It took the fun out of the city, and man, oh man, did he put the fun back in the city. Um, you know, now that Astrofest is exactly where this old Astro World used to be, um, you know, this is basically the sequel to Rodeo, um, as he said that this was the idea that he had locked in after Rodeo, um, and he wanted to finished the saga that he had started um on his first album but he wasn't able to do that with the second album uh because he had so many ideas that he wanted to you know perfect and do where uh when he finally had the opportunity um you know to uh come back home and and create something for uh his city uh this is this is exactly what he did and uh that's what uh you know really made um really really made this this album stand out so much is how much uh you can just tell um how much you can tell this album means to not only travis but the city of houston and how many people it has impacted uh beyond you know beyond that and really you know brought the the city uh the 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 state you know just put it on the map in terms of um, you know, this, this is World. This is, you know, this is how we turn up. This is, this is literally, uh, the fun that we can have. And, you know, of course it, like I said, this was also nominated for a Grammy. This was also, uh, you know, should have, should have won something, but unfortunately did not, um, in terms of uh, best rap album or even best album of the year. Uh, but it is what it is. You keep going. You keep you keep pushing forward. But man, oh man, Astro Worlds is it, it's it's just exactly what Travis wanted to do, and he perfected. He he just perfected it. He he really, um, you know, told everybody exactly what he was gonna do. He hyped it up for so so long, and he did it. He went. He I mean, and he showed that night in and night out on tour night in and night out at all these festivals he just put on for the city and there's there's not much you can really hate uh other than the fact that he didn't win a freaking grammy for it 
Um, but some of the highlights on here, of course, stargazing, sicko mode, RIP screw, no bystanders, wake up, uh, NC-17, Astro Thunder, can't say, Butterfly Fets, uh, Coffee Bean, Houston Fornication. I mean, every fucking song is great. So please, for the love of God, if you haven't heard Astro World by now, first and foremost, you need to slap yourself in the face. And then please go listen to Astro World because... Like I said, it is life-changing music from a life-changing artist. And you need to listen to Astral World and get that bump in because Travis Scott is coming. As he just announced um, a, a... Well, first and foremost, Travis Scott and Cactus Jack announced a production deal with A24 to partner on their films. And this was right after Travis Scott posted... On his Instagram, quote-unquote, life is a movie, so is this album. Um, Cactus Jack and A24 set out to bring amazing content for the future through film and media, starting with this. And the picture is a screenplay, which looks like Utopia by Travis Scott, the first draft of the screenplay. So if, uh, if you thought this came out of nowhere as well, um, going back to when Travis Scott was being interviewed on Ellen when World was having its huge rollout, uh, he had actually stated that for his next album, he wanted to, uh, you know, create like a Broadway play, um, that went along with, uh, with the album or possibly a movie and boom, that's exactly what he's doing. Uh, kind of reminds me of what, Kid Cudi is doing with Intergalactic, how he's also going to be having a uh, TV show that goes along with the album. Um, so I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm here for it. I'm here for anything Travis has to release. I'm here for everything this man is involved with. He's he, everything he touches is gold. Uh, you cannot convince me of anything else. Um, this man is a grinder. He's shown time and time again that his work ethic is unmatched. And I, I believe that's exactly what he's going to do on this project. And uh, with everything else that is involved with the uh, album, uh, whether that be, you know, the merch, the, the tour, the movie, it's, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great time. But first and foremost, you need to go listen to Astral World because if you haven't by now, you're just you're so behind that it, it's actually fucking insane. So please go listen to Astral World. And if you haven't listened to any Travis, please go listen to, to Birds. Please go listen to Rodeo. Please go listen, uh, you know, just, just to everything. Days before, um, Owl for Like, come on. You haven't listened to Travis fucking Scott? And this man is, is Travis Scott? You haven't listened to anything? Come on. It's, it's about time that you start getting, uh, you start getting cultured with the fact that Travis is here to stay. And... In a very, very, very big way. So, three years of Astral World, three years of swimming, and the last album we're gonna get into for album anniversaries is ten years of Kanye West and Jay Z's "Watch the Throne." Uh, I mean, not much I can add on to how iconic this album was. Four hundred and thirty-six thousand copies sold in the first week. Five-time platinum. Top 10 in 15 different countries. An average review score of 86 out of 100. This is a classic without a doubt. Uh, you know, the, like I said, the debut studio album. Um, 
of the uh, collaboration of Kanye West and Jay-Z as the throne. Uh, it initially began as an idea for a five-track EP, but eventually it kind of just became a full-length project. It became, they also went on tour. Uh, it was arguably uh, the most lucrative hip-hop tour ever. Uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, all of the merch that was being sold, how many countries they did, all the records they broke on this tour. Uh, at the time, it was just, it was luxury. It was the two biggest rappers in the game dropping an album together and that album living up to every single hype it could have ever built and it being bigger than anybody could have imagined knowing that it was Jay-Z and Kanye West. So, um, you know. Mike Dean, No ID, Swizz Beats, 88Ks, RZA, come on. Like, so many production credits to so many artists that everybody knows. Uh, producers that everybody knows. Uh, you know, No Church in the Wilds, Liftoff, N-Words in Paris, Otis, Gotta Have It, New Day, Welcome to the Jungle, Who Don't Stop Me. You know, Made in America, Illest Motherfucker Alive, Ham. Like, this is just an iconic album. Come on. If you've never listened to Astroworld, I have hoped you listen to Watch the, the Damn Throne. If you hate on Jay-Z or Kanye West as an artist, I, first and foremost, that's already pretty, pretty whack. Don't get me wrong. But then... If you listen to Watch the Throne and still hate on both of them as an artist, that's even more... That That's just like your opinion on music is probably like in the lowest category for me personally. So please, 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 for the love of God, run the streams up on this freaking album, man. Jay-Z and Kanye West finally put out an album together in 2010. And it's looking like we're finally going to get another one. At least according to Justin the Boy, as he says, Watch the Throne 2 is coming out by the end of the year. If you don't know who Justin the Boy is, I didn't know who the fuck this fool was until a few weeks ago when he was the only goddamn person tweeting about Kanye and Donda updates. And he was honestly pretty accurate on some of them. On other ones, he wasn't. Um, but I guess this is his new rep, his new person that, is, you know, mates all the tweets about him. And this was brought up during the second listening party of Donda, which I'll get into in a second. Uh, as this man tweeted after the Hove and, J and Kanye song played during the listening party. Uh, he said, as Jay-Z was trending with Kanye, watch the throne two coming the end of the year. Kanye and Hove about to make history again. Donda respectfully. So will this will this happen? Will this not? We'll see. But the first one, like I said, is a classic, is one of the greatest albums of all time, rap collaborations of all time as well. Please go listen to it if you haven't. You are definitely missing out on great music. But like I said, this announcement or somewhat speculation uh, was brought up during Kanye West's second Donda event, which took place on August 5th. Uh, this was an event that was being streamed on Apple Music. And uh, Kanye West and his team actually launched a countdown to Donda live stream, which went 24 hours uh, leading up to the event. 
Uh, it had no audio, and it was literally just Kanye in his small room at Mercedes-Benz, which he has supposedly been living out of and making this album for the past two weeks since the first event. Um, there there was you know plenty of people that were making appearances, like Chance the Rapper, Fabio Foreign, Jadakiss. Um, I, I, I mean, there, there was a lot of people just going in and out, shuffling through the rooms. I didn't really watch the pre-live stream, but I did watch the full live stream when it started at 6.30 and Kanye played the Donda album. Um, and man, oh man, this was a huge, huge event. This was, I mean, I, I just don't know how many people can do what Kanye is doing. You know, I know, I know it can be, you know, annoying as hell not still having Donda right now. But it's like this man literally has not dropped music. I mean, Jesus is King, of course, dropped dropped about a year, a year and a half ago, I believe. But, you know, everybody, as soon as Kanye West, you know, really th these rumors started building up for Donda in the past month or so, you know, he this man announces a first, you know, this man announces a first listening party and then boom, he leaves, doesn't say much about it. Uh, pushes the release bait back two weeks, announces another listening event, and then this one is even bigger than the first one. This, you know, the 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 fan interactments, the Kanye's whole entire, uh, you know, whole entire stage presence of the mask and not really, you know, doing not really doing much or talking to the audience at all, but instead of just you know, kind of moving around on the stage, dancing with his different outfits on, uh, you know, not really, you know, doing much other than, you know, creating this suspense of, you know, what this character is that Kanye is trying to present to us. But at the same time, you cannot deny the music. You cannot deny how good this album was sounding. You know, he got the entire music industry on this bitch. Pusha T, Don Tolliver, Kid Cudi, Fabio Foreign. Uh, Lil Yachty, Playboy Cardi, Travis Straw, Baby Keem, Young Thug, Roddy Rich, Lil Dirk, uh, West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, Jay Electronica, uh, Jadakiss, Styles P, Pop Smoke, Jay-Z, The Weeknd, Lil Baby, like this, this shit is ridiculous, and I know by the time we get Donda, there's gonna be even more fucking people on here. It was an insane event. If you didn't listen to it, if you can see a way or find a way how to watch the full event, I highly suggest it was it was interesting. It was really different. Kanye ascended into the sky um, as the event was ending, which I thought was just crazy the way SpongeBob does in that meme. Um, but according to Apple Music and the pre-order of Donda, it is now expected to release August 15th, which um, what's it called? Which is this Sunday, so I'm interested to see if this is real or not. But um, you know, all all of Kanye's music is doing well because of these events. You know, he's he's as much as you want to deny Kanye and how annoying this might be. He is getting everybody talking about this shit. He's getting exactly what he needs to make this album perfect. He's you know, it's kind of like a trial and error in my opinion, like. He's going to play us the music. He's going to see what people are responding to. He's going to hear it for himself in front of all these people and see what people are, you know, really responding to. And then, boom, he's going to go back in the studio. He's going to he's gonna make it even better. Then, boom, he's going to have a second event. He's going to do the same thing. He's going to tweak it more. And then, boom, he's going to drop it. But for his other work, you know, just to prove how much Kanye really is, you know, making himself a lot more relevant 
again. I mean, I'm not saying Kanye West was never not relevant, but just building up the hype for the album. I mean, the college dropout re-entered the Billboard 200 at one number 184 this week. And then every other Kanye West album that was already on the chart has jumped. The Life of Pablo, 194 to 106. Graduation, 132 to 93. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, 123 to 85. Every album is getting way more plays than it ever would have. In my opinion, if Donda, if these release parties, if Kanye wasn't doing the things he's doing. He's building this hype up and... I don't know if I like the the how uh, how crazy this release has been because I really just want the album. But at the same time, I know Kanye's gonna deliver a classic, and I know if I just stay patient, I hope for the best. That's all I can do uh, because Kanye's gonna work on Kanye's time, and uh, if he gives it to us, that'll be great. Um, and I know he'll give it to us when he feels it is ready, and that's what's most important at the end of the day. So very excited for that. Um, other new music that did drop this Friday, uh, outside of the, you know, huge live stream event for Donda, King's Disease 2 from Nas, sounding great, sounding amazing, Nas and Eminem on the same track for the culture, Nas is, is back, man, King's Disease 1 did win that rap album, and I would not be surprised if King's Disease 2 was in that same contention for possibly winning another Grammy, because, this is sounding great. Nas is sounding great. Um, and it's it's just good. It's it, The fact that this man is still sounding this good 20 years into his career, it's it's good for the culture. It's good for the music. Excuse me. The Weeknd dropped a, a single on top of that, um, which was, you know, his uh, his newest single for, for the uh, quote-unquote Dawn is Coming era. Uh, for take my it's it is called take my breath uh and man oh man this al this album is gonna be something else you know this this uh song take my breath the production alone uh you can just tell what he's going for it's gonna be club hits it we're gonna be dancing we're gonna be having a great time at his sets in the clubs at the bars this man's making some hits and you can just feel the energy in this track especially in the music video i'm very excited for uh this song and this this album to really take off he did release the extended version of the song as well and that hit just as hard um he's come out and said that this is the album that he's always wanted to make um you know it's uh, he said that uh, this this uh, idea, this thought has has been lingering his in his brain for a long period of time now. And it's become nearly impossible for him to do anything else but, you know, tried and uh, continue to create it uh, because everything else that he's tried to create has sounded off instead of this one idea that he's had in his mind. So um, I'm very, very excited uh, for this album and. Uh, you know, some of the other albums that uh, are on the way. I mean, Drake did say, album is cooked. Looking forward to delivering it to you. Certified lover boy on the way. And that's for anyone in the way. He said that on his new Sound 42 radio. Um, you know, are we going to get Drake and Kanye competing against each other? You know, some people in their camps have been tweeting stuff about where's the release date for other people. I mean, mostly it was Kanye's camp. Like, there was one person that had tweeted that twice about where's Drake's release date. Will they compete against each other? Who knows? But 
uh drake i i have a feeling he's coming soon i really hope so it's it's been eight months since january so you gotta just pray at this point i guess but drake should be dropping uh frank ocean is in the news again for the first time in forever uh it started with the song mine off of endless being registered under a new publisher named donda music publishing so is this uh frank ocean's new label is this his uh you know self-founded label uh, and then this was then followed with an announcement that he will be headlining Coachella 2023 uh, as he was supposed to headline the set at 2020. And of course, that did not happen due to COVID. Um, so uh, because of this, the uh, Golden Voice CEO broke the news. Uh, the uh, what's it called? Co-founder Paul Talit actually re he revealed that Frank Ocean uh, would be on the 2023 lineup. Uh, you know, naming this act years in advance uh, to reassure fans that he will perform at some point uh, as promised before the COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, and this uh, this year, the uh, two other acts, Rage Against the Machine and Travis Scott, will still be performing. Uh, but, you know, Frank Ocean, last two singles he dropped, Dear April and Kayendo, those were both in March of 2020. I, you know, we kind of all had a feeling this was leading up uh, to, you know, to the release of something, you know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, what happens? You know, was it COVID? Was it the timing? Uh, was it he wanted to do something else? Who knows? But at least we got confirmation he'd be headlining Coachella, and I'd hope he'd drop new music before then. Uh, but, you know, the, uh, what's it called? This uh was all kind of i mean basically what i'm trying to get at is frank ocean then uh had a release of his newest jewelry um uh his newest jewelry a luxury jewelry um company and this is called homer this was actually launched uh yesterday it is a store in new york that you can make appointments to um and i do not believe they have an online store but he was interviewed uh throughout this uh and he was really just talking about the power of jewelry uh and how it can create a feeling and how this is extremely personal for him to uh to uh create a feeling of positivity um and it, and it reminded him of uh you know various stories of uh how he's been able to create a feeling on stage uh, saying that he seldom appears on stage uh, and I also do keep things to myself but I'm perfectly happy uh, wearing three million dollars worth of jewelry and going to the studio or for a walk in the desert so uh, him you know trying to embody this uh, creating a moment type of thing is what Homer seems to be founded on him creating uh, this feeling uh, whether, you know, like he said, just walking to the studio, walking in the desert, he doesn't give a fuck. He's going to wear $3 million worth of jewelry and create a feeling not only for people around him, but for himself. You know, it's a, it's supposed to be a positive thing, wearing nice things and looking good. And, uh, you know, I was just happy to hear that Frank Ocean was, um, you know, was doing something, was uh, you know putting his creative touches in other places uh other than music of course i want it to be in music but you know if this man is extremely happy making this luxury 
uh, you know, what's it called, jewelry line and and creating this for himself. And, and uh, you know, he was talking about how he can't even, like, trace back his family roots because it was uh, in slavery. Uh, so he can't really trace his family roots back that much. So that's why he's extremely focused on creating something that, you know, he put out into the world and something that will be able to carry his family heritage long uh from now and they can look back and see all the things that he put on this earth because some of his ancestors weren't able to do that due to being in slavery i thought that was extremely uh, an extremely deep statement and something that you know you really as much as you want somebody like a frank ocean a generational talent to drop music reading something like that and and seeing how personal and uh, happy this this project is making him and is for him it, you just can't help but be happy for the man and and really hope that it, it you know whatever he does uh it, it's gonna it's gonna um be good at the end of the day you know i wish some of the prices of the jewelry wasn't 500 dollars, but you know and and i so i could support the man but it's good to see he's in the it's good to see he's still in that creative mind space it's good to see he's still doing stuff that at the end of the day, makes him happy because that's what's the most important, um, you know. And and I'm excited. I'm excited to see him headline Coachella. I will be there if that is true. If it everything still goes to plan for him headlining in 2023, um, because man, oh man, I need to see him at least once. At least once. That's all I'm asking, Frank. Please, man, please. That's all I'm asking for. At least once. Uh, you know, I I know you don't really you know, like to do that. I know you like to be on your own time and, and really just do you and, and do what you feel in, but everybody would love to see you. Everybody would pay to see you. Um, so to say that it's a consideration with the music part, but still extremely happy for you, my guy. It, you're you're going to kill it with this. You're going to kill it with any other avenue you decide to explore in. And it's it's just really good to see your name back in the headlines where, where, uh, where, it, where it belongs. So, um, without further ado, that's all I got for today. I hope you guys all had a great time. Um, hope you guys all enjoyed this episode of the Geno Spirito podcast and I will see you all very soon. Thank you so much.